Welcome to Those Who Support, a conversation podcast with supporters. I'm your Zach, and today I'm here with Chicago Local 134 Representative Maggie. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, so let's start off with just the kind of the basics. Can you tell us a little bit more about local uh, Chicago Local 134 and where the name came from, all that fun stuff? Yeah, so Chicago Local 134 is a supporters group for the Chicago Red Stars, which is a team in the National Women's Soccer League. And um, Local 134 has actually been supporting the Red Stars since before the league existed. Uh, it was a supporters group in the WPS um, that uh, it, you know sprung up around that team. And then when the league folded, um, kind of uh, maintained its identity um, just kind of trying to trying to hold on until another league uh, eventually got started, which it did. Um, and that was where I came in. Um, the people who ran the group in the WPS had kind of moved on to other things, other projects in their lives, and were looking for someone to take over the group. And I um, sort of unwittingly wandered wandered into the scene and um, asked if I could join the group and they asked if I was was interested in actually restarting the group and um, for some reason uh, that I really don't I still don't really know why I (laughs) why I agreed to this but I I said sure I'll I'll start this soccer supporters group what's a soccer supporters group (laughs) Um, so it it, uh, I, I got played a little catch up um, learned a little bit about supporting culture and called a meeting and, um, and we kind of went from there. Um, when it comes to the Chicago Local 134's name, um, I, I didn't name it. That's a name we inherited from the WPS era, which is cool. We, I think are the oldest, um, women's soccer supporters group, um, in the United States. I, someone can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but uh, Chicago Local uh, is a uh, reference to uh, Chicago's union town status um, and, and strong labor history here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, the the eight hour work day, five day work week is is a hallmark of the Chicago labor movement, and um, so that's something we're very proud to kind of um, pay homage to. And then the 134 um, is also a reference to the WPS days. Uh, Section 134 is actually the section that um, the supporters sat in during the WPS. Uh, We now sit in a different section. And actually, Section 134, ironically, is the away supporters section. (laughs) So we just upgraded a little bit to like the full like supporters end line Mm -hmm. uh, position. And we're sticking the away supporters there now. But we'll keep the name. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so your group's had a very long history. Uh, there's got to be some culture, some uh, uh, traditions that have been around for a long time. Is there anything interesting uh, that Chicago Local 134 does differently than some of the other supporter groups? Yeah. So, I mean, we do have this very long history relative to a lot of other groups um, in, in women's soccer supporting, um, but it, it's not a necessarily linear. Like I, I mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, the WPS crew kind of phased out and the NWSL crew phased in. Um, so we've been operational since 2014 as a supporters group um, in the NWSL. Um and uh, so, we, you know, we have this history, but we also are still very new. Um, so all of our traditions are still kind of um, 
in, in a fledgling state. Um, and we also, I, I mean, we um, played the first couple years of the NWSL at a stadium in Benedictine uh, called Benedictine University Stadium in Lyle, Illinois, um, which was a little bit of a, a, a hike out from the city. Um, and then we moved to our... Oh, dropped out. Uh, so Chicago Local 134 has a, uh, a long history dating back to the WPS. Um, but we also have, um, had, you know, the history of the team, uh, the Red Stars, um, disrupted quite a bit over the years. So we, we originally played at Toyota Park, which is where the, um, where the team played in the WPS. But then in the, in the beginning years of the NWSL, we played at a small stadium in a Chicago suburb um, called Benedictine University. Um, and uh, so then, you know, that was the first couple of years of the NWSL. The group kind of had our own culture there. We were very small, um, maybe six, six people to begin. Um, and then we grew slowly during that time. And then when we moved to Toyota Park, which is now SeatGeek Stadium uh, in um Bridgeville, Illinois, we, uh, you know, the, the group's culture changed, changed again. And so we've, we've sort of been evolving as the team has grown um, and as the, um, the group has grown. So um, we've really seen an explosion in interest in the team in the past year or so. Um, you know, the, uh, the World Cup bump of this year, mm-hmm. um, you know, coupled with a, a few other things, I think, um, just kind of led to um, this real surge in interest in the Red Stars. And, and with that, I think we've been able to grow as a community and evolve as a community, kind of incorporate some of the strengths of, of um, people who've been joining our community in the past year, two years. Um, and so we've really made an effort to become very community minded, um, whether that's uh, giving money to local organizations or um, we've we've uh, established voter registration drives at all of our uh, tailgates and uh, at all Red Stars games. And then we've also um, even brought in political candidate, a political, a political candidate to uh, give a speech at a tailgate and kind of um give her pitch for, for, uh, you know, um, doing some good in the district where the stadium is actually located. So, um, that's, yeah, that's, we're really proud of how we've evolved in the past couple of years. That's definitely something different that, um, I don't see too often with other sports groups is the, uh, the willingness to, to, to lean into some of the political side of soccer. That, yeah. Um, kind of comes with the nature of the sport. Right. Well, and I think especially women's soccer, um, you know, uh, supporting women's sports is an inherently political act, whether we want it to be or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) right now. Um, And so I think um, and I think our community also um, we have a lot of people who are um, sort of um, members of more vulnerable community groups or, you know, um, you know, need need a community to rally around them and advocate for, um, equal treatment. So, um, you know, I always say that it's the point of supporting a a soccer supporters group is to build community and have fun, but you can't have fun unless everyone's safe first. So, um, so we're really fighting to make sure that everyone in our community, 
um, is safe and secure so that we can then fulfill our mission of having fun and supporting the Red Stars. So let's dive on in on you just a little bit. And can you share with everyone um, uh, one of the most memorable moments that you've had um, so, uh, in the stands with Chicago Local 134? Sure. Um, like I said, this past year has been really sort of a watershed year for the Red Stars. Um, we had a couple of really memorable games that I think anyone who was at either of these games will immediately, you know, say that they were, they were very um, historic moments for the team and for any supporter of the team. Um, the first came uh, earlier in this year, about mid season in July um, when, um, when our players who played in the world cup came back uh, for their first game back with the Red Stars after that uh, that event. And, uh, you know, the Red Stars ticket sales staff, the marketing staff had put sort of all of their eggs into this basket as far as attendance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the World Cup is historically a huge, a huge uh, driver of interest in women's soccer. And they were aware of that and really wanted to push it. Um, we'd had World Cup bumps in the past, but I don't think I don't think we'd ever had anything quite like this. Um, we had over seventeen thousand people in Toyota Park, which is or in SeatGeek Stadium, which is a uh, huge, huge, unprecedented crowd for the Red Stars, and that was just like a beautiful day of um, sort of uh, reaping the benefits of all the work we had done to build this community and to see the stands really full. Um, and see our our uh, supporters group um, sort of grow in that moment. Um, and, you know, I, the impact of that day can't really be undersold. Um, and then uh, the second in this like two part like memorable series from last year mm-hmm. was uh, the Red Stars home semifinal, um, which was the first time that the Red Stars had won a playoff match um we'd been to the playoffs plenty of times <laughs> but we'd never actually won a semifinal. so the pressure was definitely on we were playing the thorns uh which um sort of a boogeyman for us we we had never um well we hadn't beaten them in a very long time we'd drawn with them plenty of times but um so we kind of needed to shake them off of our back a little bit. And um, that whole weekend was just, we. I mean, there was a conviction, I think, um, in the, the supporters community, at, at, like among the team, um, just really, you know, and you ask any Red Stars fan, um, and they might not have been brave enough to tell you the night before, cause that's, you know, a jinx, but mm-hmm. we were pretty sure we were gonna win. Um, we kind of just felt it in the air and then, um, we did win, not in a, not in a very spectacular fashion. It was a one-zero uh, game with the the only gore, goal scored in the first ten minutes of the match. But um, the last few minutes of the match were incredible. There was just this atmosphere in the stadium um, that was kind of an acknowledgement of um, of everything the team had worked for to get to that moment, to get to that atmosphere. You know, the July game kind of um, set the stage for it. But then um, the real energy in the stadium as we were closing out that match, knowing that we were winning that semifinal um, 
was I, 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 you know, it's, it's something that's uh, sort of like locked in a little treasure box in my memory because of it's, it was a, it was a pretty blissful moment. Yeah. And that's one of those moments that it seems like as supporters, we all we're, we're kind of chasing, chasing that dragon to, to use a, a drug terminology <laughs> of, of that, getting that high of those, like those nail biting situations, the last few minutes going into, going into extra time or just that, everything on the line and then having just that big year that Chicago had. And yeah, those are those moments that just, it, there's very little that's else like it. Um, yeah. And it, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's one thing to do that in a, um, you know, stadium that's empty and it's another mm-hmm. thing to do it in a stadium where you're, you know, shoulder to shoulder with, um, thousands of your closest friends. Yeah. <laughs> so that felt pretty good. Um, that was, that was very exciting for us. Yeah, that's great. Um, so that's pretty much all that I have for you today. Um, if you can use this, uh, this last bit of time to, uh, uh, say anything else you'd like to say to, uh, any of the listeners and then plug your social media or, uh, websites where people can find you online. Sure. Uh, so you can find Chicago local 134 on, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Chicago Local 134, 134. Uh, and then you can also find us at Chicago Local 134.com. We have a brand new website that um, our, one of our organizers, Lauren um, Lass, um, recently just totally refurbished head to toe. Um, so we're, we're pretty excited about that. There's some like great images of, of the group there. And if you're anywhere close to the Chicago area, um, I, we'd love to have you join us. Um, even if you're, even if you're not quite a Chicagoan, but you're in the Midwest, I, we have a group forming in Michigan. We have people in Wisconsin. Um, you know, we're the Midwest's premier women's soccer club. And so, um, so we'd love to have you, um, in our community and hopefully we'll see you at a game someday. Um, whenever that may be. Well, Maggie, it's been fantastic talking with you. Um, I hope we cross paths at some NWSL games in the future. Sounds good.